Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Coming up on TMS, Scott is a power bottom. Would you like to play a card game? Minnesota bedroom casual. My hands don't scan. You son of a glitch. Jim Rummy sends his regards. Scott's gold grill. Still got the crab fingers. Apologies to I underscore am underscore Matt underscore Damon. Did I ever tell you about the time I voted shirtless from bed in Minnesota? <laughs> I googled wolves. The sun rises, the sun sets. Scott maintains his streaks. The best recurring bit ever. I don't like decks of bees. <laughs> Spinning 50 plates with Tom. Babble on about recommendals with Randy and more on this episode of the morning stream our reality may be very much like theirs and all this might just be an elaborate simulation running inside a little device sitting on someone's table the bulb is good you're threatening me you're threatening me with tea. oh my gosh what the hell happened there hold on that was all effed up <laughs> Holy shit. Let's do that last bit one more time. You're threatening okay, me. That stays there. All right, here we go. You're threatening me. You're threatening me with P. This is the morning stream. Guten Tag, and welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for May 10th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Yeah, thank you for very carefully enunciating my name so that people can write it on their... Uh, scorecard, right? We get scorecards. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Scorecards, whatever device, score whatever you've got. Programs. If you don't get a program, you can't keep track, keep track of the uh, scores if you don't have a program. That's right. Stay. Uh, we got we got bingo on Wednesdays. Um, That's right. Exactly. Now your Brian Ibbit space is yeah. filled. <laughs> I like it. By the way, yesterday we didn't we didn't talk about this, but everybody flooded me with messages about Taskmaster that they're all on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And somebody even mentioned that to me, and I'm like, that would have been beneficial information about six months ago. Uh huh. Right? Brian's down like $400 million. You guys could have helped him out. <laughs> what the frick? Yeah, I have. I guess, you know, looking back, I probably, well, I bought seasons, so I've probably uh, spent about nine, no, 110 bucks, maybe. Eh, I guess. That's, yeah, that's, that's all right. Money. You know what? That's money. You know, it's money. It's totally worth it. 
Uh, whatever. During Good Little show. House, during little, little House on the Prairie times, that would have bought you like twenty horses, fifteen acres of land. <laughs> right, know. exactly. Actually, probably gotten Laura. Probably could have gotten Laura Ingalls for that amount. Yeah, yeah no easily. kidding. Or her yeah, blind sister, one of the Little two. House of the Prairie times. Yeah, yeah. Melissa Sue Masterson. Master. No, Melissa Sue, Mel- um, Sue Harden. Me- <laughs> I know. <it's> <laughs> now I can't think of it. Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. Sue. Melissa. Uh, whatever. Shit. Whatever she is. Hey, I'm going to say really quick before we even get into our top topics. I'm yeah. going to really, oh, it was Anderson. Okay. Me Anderson. Oh. Um, uh, really quick shout out to um, Mike uh, and uh, his friend John. They are in town uh, in Denver for a week. They work for the, um, the Navy Reserves. They're in town for a week with some... Um, Training uh, con- consultation about uh, like working with FEMA and stuff on disaster relief. Sure, uh, they joined us for Puzzled Pint last night, and oh. uh, it was fun to watch their brains kind of explode as they watched <laughs> me and Tina and Clark and Nikki, who've been doing Puzzled Pint now for about five years, watch us bulldoze our way through puzzles. They're like, wait, no, hold on. How'd you come up with that? How did you figure this one out? What? How'd you? How'd you do this? So, yeah, if you're new to that business, that's probably really crazy to see. It's, uh, it is really crazy. But uh, you know, I gotta thank uh, Mike. Brought me this awesome uh, USSF uh, T-shirt. Nice, nice. So now I'm a member of the United States Space Force. Yeah, there. Not to be with confused. Their almost with... Federation. Yeah, I was gonna say not to be confused <laughs> with some freaking Star Trek logo business. Because sh- my you're right. Gosh. Oh no, this is so different because they're even oh, it's an isosceles i see okay uh, triangle and not uh, uh ob- ob- offset uh finally finally logo. finally the clarity of, of what the difference is it's, finally it's the vanilla ice no my version goes dun 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 dun, dun. <laughs> wow do they have anything to say about that agency just like i don't know any cool information to say or like what are they doing no they- no they it just happened to be where they were going just happened to be right next to the uh, Space Force gift shop so <laughs> that's why they're like oh let's bring a Space Force uh, t-shirt for Brian he also brought me a really cool Navy Challenge coin which is upstairs so oh. I I need to really you know quickly get on my own um, 3D printed Challenge coin holder as my collection of Challenge coins grows and grows and grows exponentially you know exponentially here's my my TMS double right mm, here look it's at that the, uh, the Vegas, the two, the two Vegas uh, challenge coins, yeah, right there. You're yeah, getting very sleepy. Looking good. Yeah, I am. So I was going to say I'm starting to fall asleep. What's going on? It's a uh-huh, weird feeling. Yeah, that's, what, so. uh, uh, that's cool. <clears throat> There's a. Uh, I, I'm a terrible self promoter, so I will say this. Um, if you didn't see my update video for uh, oh, uh, yeah. Dungeon Murder, here's the thing about it. Um, it's still up. The Kickstarter's there. DungeonMurder.com. If you missed out on it, maybe now's the time to go check it out. But the the next two stretch goals. One, we're almost mm-hmm. there which is a, mm-hmm. a play mat thing that's a map of the world that mm-hmm. the game is set in. I know, it sounds so cool. It's yeah. really fun to make. Um, and then the next one is a challenge coin, if we yeah. can get there. So we yeah. just got to get there. Uh, so go check it out, dungeonmurder.com. Now let's talk about things I hate. Uh, sure, sure. We've gone from things we love to things we hate. I Excellent. hate the dentist. I like my dentist, but I hate the dentist. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. I like the guy. Sure. Hate the institution. Hate, love the player. Hate the game. Yes. I think is is uh, what that falls into. That is yeah. exactly what that falls into. And I've I've made this very clear before. Uh, neither of us are fans of going to the no. dentist. Nope. Um, and yesterday was just a cleaning and a checkup and all that. So when the show ended, I had to hustle out of here and go do it. All three of us, me, Carter, and Kim, all did it at once just to be convenient and have us all there at the same time. And um, 
sure enough, after just, you know, a brief six months since my last cleaning or checkup, last time I was in there recently for the stupid crown fix, but they don't check you then for other stuff. You're just getting a job done. But six months ago, no issues with anything. They were like, you're looking great. No worries. Mm -hmm. Nothing's Mm -hmm. wrong. I go in there yesterday and they go, oh, this upper bicuspid up here. You got uh, three major cavities in that tooth. I said, how? He goes, well, it looks like it broke. It looks like you uh, cracked it. And mm-hmm. uh, now you got this here and this here and this here. And it turns out, once again, an old high school filling is kicking me in the ass. Another another Hi, folly wait. of my youth falling apart up there. <sighs> yep. That so sucks. That really stinks. It does suck. So now I got to get another crown. After Vegas, I have to go in there and do that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't hurt or anything. It doesn't, it's nothing is wrong with it. But they got to crown that thing. Thankfully, it's on top where I have less nerve problems and it doesn't take as long to numb and all that. It's like much easier situation than the than the than the bottom. Mm-hmm. I'm in some twenty percent, some some sort of twenty percentile, Brian, where <laughs> I really? take forever to heal down or forever to not heal, uh, forever to numb down there. It takes me like three shots on the bottom. Oh, Even geez. then, it sometimes doesn't work. Uh, teeth stay sensitive down there more than up, up top, and up top nothing. It's like no big deal. Every time you do something up top, it's like nothing to me. He says, yeah, there's about 20% of the uh, population who has this uh, bottom problem. Ah, what a pain. Oh, well, don't you just love being part of that that elite group? Yep. And now I'm a bottom, he says. He called me a bottom. <laughs> You're a bottom. I thought that was well, weird. That was a little I was thought you were a power bottom, so I, I guess, you know, I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not a top. Anyway, <clears throat> so it's uh, <laughs> too much information. So uh, anyway, <clears throat> new crown incoming and all that that entails. Can't wait. Going to be great. Uh, I hate the dentist, but I love the guy who does it. He's a mm-hmm. good dude. Sure. He's taken care of me for like 19 years. Nothing wrong with him. It's just what he has to do. I freaking hate. And it's going to cost mm-hmm. me like, I don't know, a thousand bucks because our insurance sucks. You know? And if I went uh, gold, it would cost me about 3000 And I'm tempted. Oh God. Right here, dude. Gold yeah. right up front. What do you think of that? <laughs> like, uh, oh my god, that'd be perfect for your grill. It'd be a good start to your grill. Yeah, uh, I have a gold yeah. tooth way up here in the rear top, but no yeah. one can see it. I need something out where it's visible. You know, for sure. Yeah, get started yeah. on my awesome grill. <laughs> Carter's convinced I should do it, but I, I don't know yet. Uh, I don't know. Not if it's three thousand dollars. I ain't doing that. No, no. I got a Mac Studio. I need to buy before I do that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You and me both, man. You and me both. The problem is I want them to announce an M1, even though the M1 Max that is used in that device is performs better than the M2 Mm -hmm. overall. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I can't get my... I I hate the idea of a number that isn't advanced to the next number that they're on. (laughs) Right, exactly. Just give us a new number. Don't don't add this like, it's new iPhone uh, 4 or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Stupid. New Super Mario Brothers. Well, it's not. As no. soon as you release the next Super Mario Brothers no, game, then it's, it's the not old new, new Super Mario Brothers. Game. Yeah, do they learn nothing from new iPad? Remember that? That was dumb. Right. Yes, that's well. That's the one I was trying to remember. Yes, new yeah, iPad. So dumb. So dumb. <sighs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's be smart and uh, do a phone call here. We got a phone call. Cool. This one is for Brian. 
Oh, okay. Oh, cool. no, I'm sorry. Yours yours is later in the show. This is one that's calling oh. me out on something. Or- oh, okay. Oh, wait. Is there one calling me out? I, 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 I have to leave early. For yours, the, uh, yours, the might be a po- yours might be a positive one. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. I think it's about your cool shirts or something. Oh, cool. Anyway, here's this one. Let's see what it is. I don't remember. Hey, this is Brent Ornomic in the chat. I just wondered with this writer strike going on, it might be protracted. This is me who finally get to um, watching Parasite. Love the show, though. Okay, so... There's- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like, because of the writer's strike, now it's time to watch Parasite. Yeah, like, now's the, the time. Because even though the writer's strike really won't affect anything I watch for another year, right? Right. Because right. yeah. the writer's strike isn't affecting new things that are already done that are out on schedule no. now. No. I have to wait a year. Um, I actually thought about this, though, because <laughs> one of the one of the bastions of a writer's strike is that foreign content, uh, and, yeah. and that means like British dramas and comedies, uh, you know things like Peaky Blinders. Even though it's over, you know that would have been a good example. These things don't are they're not subject to that. So I figure the next couple of years might be very heavy, heavily uh, based on content that isn't produced here, where this yeah, strike outside foreign it. markets. Basically, yeah. yep. So I got yep. to thinking: um, should I even be allowed to do that without watching Parasite first? You know, right? Or RRR? I mean, there's a couple. There's a couple foreign things that I think. Uh, yeah, uh, need to be watched. So yeah. I th- so I think. I don't want to. Here's what you need to yeah. do: just take it, take it out. Let's let's Gilbert Godfrey this. All right, so you've got in your hands, you've got ah, here's all the streaks that I'm maintaining right over here. Now let's let's not look. Let's not even think about what's in this hand. Let's look at this hand. This hand has, and all of a sudden I'm Rocket Raccoon. This hand, bring me that guy's leg. This hand has. Uh, <laughs> you think you? Don't, I don't think uh, Bradley Cooper gets enough credit for his rocket. No, it's such a great like he. Uh, he uh, uh, embodies that character. That voice is yeah. you. Can, you don't hear that voice and think that's oh, Bradley Cooper making a voice. You hear, you hear that voice and go, "That is Rocket Raccoon." Mm-hmm. And the, even the that guy, the video game Rocket. guy, is someone doing their best Bradley Cooper mm. doing that. You know? Oh, really? Okay. So it's not it's not better. It's just him. It's him impersonating what works. And yeah. and and they and and the rest <laughs> of that game, they don't care. Like Drax and Gamora and all the other characters in the game. Peter, they all sound completely different and look different than their movie counterparts. But Rocket both looks like the movie version and sounds like Bradley mm-hmm. Cooper doing it. I think totally there's a reason because yeah. it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. It's so good. And I've got to call out Cyborg Dude with one of my favorite Rocket quotes that isn't even that memorable or or great. It wasn't even in any of the movies, but it's it's Bradley Cooper. It's it's a rocket going. My hands don't scan, and that's <laughs> and this is <laughs> it's from the the Guardians of the Galaxy breakout ride at Disneyland. Oh. and Rocket's explaining why you have to go on this ride, like why you have to go through these doors and go through this amazing best ride at, at Disneyland yeah. for me, hands love down, it. love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but it's it's from the little pre the preamble uh, to the ride, and it's just that memorable. My hands don't scan. That's like, great. <laughs> That's great. Is that actually Bradley Cooper doing it? I think I bet it is. I think that they because they got everybody else. They have everybody else recorded new content for that ride. Mm. So and why wouldn't they? So is right? Aldana and, and uh, Chris Pratt and Batista and all that recorded out new total new content. Yeah, and all that. his all his. I mean, Sean Gunn's doing the body work, so all he has to do is go into a sound booth, and they say, uh, "Record these extra two pages of lines for the Disney thing," so, right? right? Like just right. do it all at once. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, that yep. makes a sense. Wait, um, Sean Gunn. 
You mean, uh, you mean uh, Vin Diesel? Or what do you? No, no, no. Um, Sean Gunn did uh, Rocket's uh, body uh, capture. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh. So, so Sean Gunn oh. is both in the movie as a dude. Is uh, Craglin and uh, the body, the mocap for Rocket. Yep. I had no idea. That's awesome. And then one other character now. Uh, it's only in three, though, so you'd know. I don't know who it is. Yeah, um, Sean Gunn's like see. a crazy man. He is, and he looks like a crazy man when he's uh, dressed as Craglin. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who? I wonder who he, he, he uh, he's doing the mocap for. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know who does Groot. Actually, maybe maybe they get Vin maybe Diesel. Maybe it's Sean Gunn doing Groot. Could yeah. be. Could be. Makes sense. It's just your brother. He'll work for. Scale. I know exactly. Do we get? Do we get to keep uh, Sean Gunn? Uh, or do we lose uh, do <laughs> well, we lose Sean Gunn and the James Gunn divorce? I mean, he was uh, already in uh, 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 Suicide Squad. He was the um, the rat yeah. thing, whatever the rat thing was. <laughs> what was the rat? No, muskrat or what was it called? The yes, uh, weasel. The weasel. That was it. the weasel. Yes, yeah. right. So he played weasel. Oh, and also uh, Calendar Man while he was yelling at what's his name. Yeah, I think you're losing him. Is what I'm saying. I think he's going full DC. Yeah, I bet. I bet he is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All your Shoot. all your uh, your body double needs and your um, uh, weird off characters. And then if bring if you bring Kirk back for a reunion of the Gilmore Girls, you're losing Sean Gunn. That's the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Squishy, no, yeah. that ride is not in Disney World. Disney World still has um, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, I believe. Yeah, I believe that one still has. But uh, uh, Epcot has the new Guardians roller coaster, which I've got to ride. Is it good? Have you heard? I, I hear it's amazing. Really? I hear it's spectacular. Yeah. Wow. You go in every direction, Scott. <gasps> every direction. What? 300 Up, down, forwards, backwards, <laughs> through time, back in time, uh, through space. Uh, ZX uh, and XY? No way! Yes, you you yes, you yes, both go X, Y, and Z! No! <laughs> all right, that's cool. Yeah, so I, the I, need one, to, I need to make a trip down to Florida and do all the new stuff they have down there. The one you love, though, is in, it's technically in California Extreme, but it doesn't matter, right? It's all the same. <laughs> California Extreme, like it's a Mountain Dew flavor. What, what is it called? <laughs> California, California Adventure. Adventure. <laughs> What, why am I thinking? Oh, Try a, new Mountain Dew, California Extreme. Tastes like sand and waves. I think I'm bro. thinking of a. It's actually a video game. I'm thinking of California Extreme. Is yeah. it like a, one of the uh, outrun? <laughs> I think outrun it, for California Extreme. I think it was. Uh, no, that was ESPN Extreme Games. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Some '90s. Oh, bullshit. I remember those. Oh, those games were great. Was that the the ones where you? Uh, you like did the uh, the street luge and the skateboarding. You had to punch people yep. next to you as you're skateboarding to knock yeah. them off their. It was basically multi-event road rash, is what it was. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, right. Per- right. I loved it at the time. <laughs> it was a launch title. It looks kind of bad now, but I loved it at the time. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're gonna uh, get uh, a game going so that Ooh, we can yes. get some prizes into somebody's lovely little hands. I mentioned this before on both Discord and here in the chat. But if you would like to be one of the calls we take today. Uh, or not one of them, the one we take today, then you're going to want to send me a DM on Discord. I'm frogpants, hashtag 1277, if you don't already have me friended. Uh, Send it over to me. You don't even have to have me friended. You just have to send me a quick uh, DM. I'll add you to the show. You'll be a part of it. And uh, we'll pull you in on audio. So make sure your mic's ready and all that. Um, Let's see. Dunaway is a willing participant. You have to be able to contribute. You got to be on audio. We got to hear you. Yeah, we have to hear you say words. And uh, if we yes. can't hear you say words, we will hang up on you and take the next person. So be Just ready. Yoink, you're out. Yep. 
like a great big hook on the stage of the vaudeville days, you know? Just yank him out of here. <laughs> That's right. Hey, look who it is. Brian Dunaway joining us from South Carolina uh, from his own little hole there. Hello. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I, oh, I meant the hole. Yeah. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. Hello. How are you? What's going on? How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good down the in the deep dank hole. Yeah, that's uh, South hole Carolina not, hole. Not bad. It's uh, yeah. It's actually it's getting sunny. It's supposed to get up to the 90s this week. Bump that! I'm oh. getting in a hole. Sure enough, just like you said, Shite. I'm gonna dig me a nice cool hole yeah. and crawl into it. Yeah, Perfect. that's not yeah. a bad idea. Yeah. It's yeah. only we'll do exactly that. We can't manage more than 60 here for some reason. <laughs> We're just having a little bit of a cloudy, coldy thing. But right. uh, Vegas is supposed to be almost 90 when I get down there next week. And that's right. You're going to Vegas this Ooh, next week. And you're yeah. going to like that. You like that 90 degree weather. I like the 90 degree dry. I like it dry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dry heat, that's no problem. what he said. Take it down. <laughs> take it down to, to where you live, Dunaway. I freaking hate it. I feel like a slimy slug hole for the, for the whole it's time. It's called there. humidity, and yeah. it's quite the inconvenience. It truly slimy. is. Slug hole. My home this yeah, is. This home, your home that is. <clears throat> Uh, well, it's good to have you here. We're going to take a, uh, a a call. Let's see if we can. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Number three is our old pal. I am sci-fi. Let's see if it hey, worked this pal. time. So he got he's gotten lucky three times this, in a this row. This is the best recurring joke ever. By the way, is the <laughs> yep. is the can hey, we get pal. I am sci-fi to play uh, <laughs> yep. the game? It is. Yep, we're ringing him. The best recurring bit. <laughs> yeah, we're ringing him. We're sci-fi. ringing him. You can do it, sci-fi. You can do it. It's I know we can do it. I can definitely see why you like it. Yeah. <laughs> We're ringing him. It's not working. He's not coming. Damn it! At this point, I don't even think he would answer, even if he was there. He's like, no, no, I know this. Now he's this is a streak from him. Now I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, his don't work. So we're doing someone else. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Okay. I swear. <laughs> I swear. We try every time. We do. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. All right. Let's get Travis. In. My apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time. <laughs> yeah. <It's>, uh... <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. Okay, we have on the line with us TV's Travis. Hello, Hello Travis. What's up? Oh, TV's Travis. Hi, Travis. Hey, man. Hi. Are you there? Oh, hi. Hello. How are you? How's it going? Oh, we're good, good. man. Hey, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen you since your blue beard was near me. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Are you still blue bearding it? All right, I hear I hear a Brian and a Brian. Oh. oh, you hear the Brian's. Oh, you do not hear the Scott. Interesting. Oh, you don't that's hear me? Better. That doesn't make any sense. Hold on a second. You don't hear me Scott's at all? Scott's talking about your mama, making a lot of mo- your Wait. mama jokes right are you, now. So. Oh, no, I'm sure. Are you I'm hearing sure. this through? so blue. How blue is it? Are you really? He's really not hearing me. It doesn't make sense. Hold on. Uh, do I? Have, he's not muted. Uh, Travis has what we call selective hearing. Do you have me yes, muted, yes. Travis? Maybe t- someone yes, asked. Yes, I only Travis. hear what I want to hear, apparently. <laughs> That's That's right. Right. Someone asked Travis if he has me muted somehow. Do you have you him have... muted some way, Travis? No. Not that I know of. Right. Well, this is just, it'd be hard to do. Is, is, a... is his icon muted in your Discord? Hmm. His icon, like, yeah, I'm not getting any. Oh. Hold Maybe on. you do have it muted. What loud hey, mouth? Better. What loud oh, mouth thing it. was I doing For where he had to mute? You know what? I, <laughs> I know why. I know why too, because I was in the the post show a couple of days ago, oh, and I had oh. to take a work call. And oh, nice. hilarious! <laughs> That's funny. I muted what I thought was your stream like four oh, times, hilarious. and then it turned out it was from you. Just <laughs> mute Scott. Perfect. Yeah. Mute this asshole. Mute. Uh, that's great. That's fantastic. All right. Well, you're here. I'm glad you're here. I made a joke about your blue beard earlier, but we don't have to go back to that. It's fine. Yeah, we don't need to. We don't need to rehash that. No. No. In fact, I'm just going to throw this rope to Brian, and he's going to explain the rules and what you could win. 
Yay, I've got the rope. It's time to play the Tadpooly feud. feud, feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Hmm. Uh, TV's Travis, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you'll get a prize package that includes Golden Light and Revita on Steam, courtesy of Dread Wesler. Wesler. Wesley. Wesley. That guy, man. Look, if you're looking He's for uh, yeah, if you're looking for game codes, I, I know a guy. I know a guy. Code master. Don't, uh, don't tell our secrets. Yeah, no kidding. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We need these codes. Yeah, we need them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you guys know anything about Golden Light or Revita? I far as don't the... actually. This is an unusual okay. moment. That's for me. what I was about to say because I don't remember anything about either one of these. Maybe we saw them at some point in time. I knew what Scott was talking about earlier, though, talking about uh, that early PlayStation release game that you yeah. guys were talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. ESPN Extreme. Like that. that was great. Um, yeah, it was all. Yeah, so yeah, the problem with that game is they were all pixelated dudes, and they looked good at the time. You're we like, oh. Yeah. Now I look yeah. at it and go, oh my gosh, that's some bad. That's an interesting topic we're going to talk about on Play Retro. It, does it? Did it really look as trashy as we thought, or is it because we're uh, emulating these things Spoiled. in modern times? Oh, well, I um, we're emulating them on LCDs. There's some. There's some tricks. Golden Light just came out this past year and it's received very positive reviews. So oh. I'm I'm pretty excited at least okay. about that for you. That's right. that's a new game. Yeah. I'm I'm I feel like I'm uh, inches away from buying Advance Wars again now that they've got that new I know dude that new remastered pack. It's like I love mm-hmm. that game. Do I need to buy it again? I think uh, I I'm, I'm yes, waiting. Of course I'm, you do. I'm waiting for Zelda reviews that will help me determine which which of those two yeah. games gets my money. So oh, we'll I mean, see. is there any doubt that the Zelda game is going to be amazing? Come on. Now. I mean, I don't it's know. Gonna, it's going to get your money. It's just a question of when. But if yeah, my exactly. if my weapons break the whole effing time, I don't want to do that again. I hated that mechanic in there. Your hey. weapons oh, break in yeah. real life, Scott. <laughs> I know, but I have real life. I have to have real life. I want to escape into a place where <laughs> Zelda's weapons don't break. Every five minutes, I freaking hate. Forces that. you to think. Forces you. Sorry. To well, I mean, imagine if your links imagine if your podcasting mic broke after so many words, it just like <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I got to quit doing that podcast. I'm going to cut out all the shows I don't need to do, so that my my uh, I'm going to avoid any possible conflict that might break my mic. Oh, it drove me crazy. Very good. Anyway, all right. Well, let's get to uh, let's get to this. Uh, uh, let's see. It is uh, right here. Your question. We asked 281. I had forgot how I get into this thing. We asked 281 uh, tadpoolers. Put your hands on your buzzers. To give their answer to this. Name your favorite card game using Shit. Scott. That using part I didn't see coming. Uh-huh. Um, using. I'm going to assume you meant a certain thing, so I'm going to say... Only fart sounds. Monopoly. A card Shit. I'll say... I don't know. I'll say Uno. I don't know. Uno. Okay. All right. Show me Uno. Oh. oh. Shit potato. Using only... Yeah, you uh, I'll repeat the, the question. I'll repeat, repeat the question for uh, both players here. Uh, name your oh, really just for uh, Brian. Name your favorite card game using a standard deck of cards. Oh, boo! Boo! <laughs> Yay! So I can pretty much say anything here. I'm going to go well, with. I would recommend saying one of the answers we have on the board, but uh, <laughs> right, sure, right, you right. Say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Game yeah. Don't just say mashed potatoes, dude. Blackjack. You're not going to get it. Blackjack. Yeah. yeah. Show me blackjack. 
Well, yeah, bad. number five on the board. Don't get so that. you Don't get TVs, TVs Travis, points. and you get control of the board. Mm. All right, is TVs, it not Travis. showing that you have control of the board? I uh, have control of the board. Give me five one points. second here. I'm going to reset. Because uh, I can't, I don't see your play button highlighted. Let's try oh, this one second. That's weird. Yeah. We got a we got a glitch, everybody. A glitch. Little glitch. We're gonna fix Little it glitch, here. No problem. I have oh, five points now. I have zero. Yeah. And it's my new uh, my new small indie video game called Little Oops. Glitch. That's okay. Yeah, I got to log back in. I got to okay. log in. Scott, you'll log give, back in. Yeah, we're you'll give me the in. points though. You'll give there me the we points. Go. I will give you the points. All right. Yeah. I will do that. Yeah, it doesn't give me. I don't get the button for play, but that's all right. That's all right. Oh, we'll weird. We'll work it okay. out. Okay, we'll work it. Huh. Out. We'll work it out. Yeah, glitch is what we've got. That yep. is weird. Okay, there it is. Okay, okay. Hey, TV's Travis. We should talk about uh, <laughs> what uh, card games. We uh, should. The, we should. What was, the, what was the great question? Something like that. Yeah, name your favorite card game that standard uses a deck. standard deck of cards. Right, right. What I mean, you I thinking? feel like I feel like poker has to be poker's a no brainer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do we have to specify poker, or did you put them all together? I may have put them all together if people okay. answer that. Is that, uh, is that what you... Poker! <laughs> Show me poker! Yeah, number one answer. Uh, poker, Texas Hold'em, and uh, one person said Night Baseball, which is a really fun poker hmm. game, but I put I have not played that one. I haven't either. I've never heard that. Oh, Night mm-hmm. Baseball. Weird. Uh, Night Baseball is uh, a no-peak, so your cards are, are, are dealt face down, and you... Right display them with you. your you don't get you don't even get to look at them until you flip them up threes and nines are wild a four gets you an extra card oh fun so you're just betting well before i thought it maybe had something to do with a baseball bat where you had to like pick up the cards of the oh baseball yeah no players. it has nothing yeah, to okay, do with fine. the baseball <laughs> yeah. all right so glove, what's our next you, pick up you have to deal glove. with two gloves on one <laughs> great yet to hold it with a baseball glove <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic uh, <laughs> i love that idea right. all right uh you so guys. tv's travis you got it you got another one uh First one that came to mind after poker is spades. Okay, spades is a good one. Yes, I think spades is an excellent. What do you think? Spades. Spades. Let's give us in spades. Show me spades. Oh, oh, we cool go. boy. Nice. I know that you went long on that one. Now it's kind of scared me. I Don't know. do it's that. It's because uh, I was writing something down in a notes thing, and uh, I... Uh, uh, didn't have that window forward. There you go. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Multitasking. Yeah, multitasking. multitasking. Well, yeah. wanted to write something down before I forget it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's important to okay, do. So we did spades. Do, do we want to do uh, another face card game? Uh, are you thinking hearts? I was thinking hearts, but that's just yeah. You know. No, I, I think that's a that? good one. Hearts. All right. Hearts is a good Seems answer. safe. All right. yeah. The All right. the other answer besides spades is the hearts. People like sure. Hearts. Yellow moons, pink clovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, show me hearts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Number God, eight. Too long. You're Look at that. Freaking, oh, that one was quick. Here. Stop it. That one was fine. It was totally <laughs> fine. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're getting into the weeds here. Let's see. We got Texas Hold'em, Poker, Spades, Hearts, Blackjack. Um, you got something uh, else in your, in your pocket there? I'm, I'm trying to think. My grandma used to play so many card games. And uh, there's a couple of them I know she played. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, Gin Rummy. Jim Rummy was one of them. That's what I was going to say. Did you That's say my, Jim Rummy? You said Jim. Jim I said, I said Jim, Jim Rummy. Jim Rummy. <laughs> do, did you think? Do you think I said Jim Rummy? I did. That's what I heard. Then I'm going with Jim Rummy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Damn Jim Rummy. 
who, who bought me this drink? I was like, got down the bar. Jim that, guy, that, dr- <laughs> that drunk guy down there was always drinking the, the rum. Yeah, we gin. call him Jim it's Rummy. Gin. All right, show me uh, two of my favorite spirits. Uh, gin Rummy. Damn Number it. three. You go. yep. Guys are owning this one. There were there were quite a few people who just had rummy, but gin rummy is basically the, the same. Right. Rummy 5,000 or 500 or whatever. Oh, sure. rummy oh, yeah. 5,000. I don't ever heard of that. Rummy that... 500. I think just rummy 500. Oh, oh yeah. that's too bad. I thought it was kind of like a, like a like a cover band for Power Man 5,000 or something. <laughs> no? All right, fine. Hey, that'd be great. Wouldn't that be that'd great? Be great. Uh, you guys are doing really well at picking every other, uh, like almost all the odd... <laughs> We just want the we're even doing, numbers. That's right. what we're going it's for. It's like odd Travis, on one side, even on the other. Yeah. Travis, oh, yeah. you have another one? I have one that my aunt used to always. We used to play, play a lot of card games when I was growing up at my grandma's yeah, house. Um, uh, well, another one that comes to mind is Bridge. Bridge is also an excellent Bridge. one. Bridge. Yeah. So tricks. Jim Bridge. We want to play Jim some. Bridge. Jim Bridge. Jim Bridge. Bridge. Mm-hmm. Show me Bridge. No. Oh, too many old people. Too many old people. Room. One person said bridge in, in the entire survey. Surprisingly, like, uh, yeah, nobody. That nobody was big when bridge. I was growing up. Yeah, it was like your couples game, and they'd have to like give yeah. little clues to each other mm-hmm. and say, uh, "Boy, these, uh, it sure feels like it's warm enough to melt diamonds here. Maybe mm. four of them." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that so many card games are made up of yelling out the name of the game when you win. I wish yeah. I could like yell out poker at the end of any time I win a match of poker. Poker. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, I love that. I've got poker. I have poker. Gin. I have bridge. Uh, all right. Yeah, pie gal and craps. Two two games where the craps. thing you the thing you don't want is the name right. of the game. Yeah, yeah. You say the craps. Yeah. Nobody wants the yeah. craps. All right. I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna put solitaire in here because I think oh, that may the I thought list. about that. My yeah. grandma was always playing solitaire. I like sure, it. a little Klondike. Yeah, or, little Klondike uh, solitaire. Yeah, Spider's not bad. There's a few kinds. Yeah. yeah. What do they call it? Right. There's there's another one that's like so I won't say it. Go ahead. There's spider. Yeah. Spider's fun. Oh, yeah. All right, show fun. me solitaire. Oh, number, number two. two. I've been trying to talk Scott into uh, to playing those Microsoft uh, card games. As an episode oh, yeah. of Play Retro, I'll do it because those things were so <laughs> instrumental. They really were, like the multiplayer, yeah, at work gaming yeah, totally. uh, card yeah. games from Microsoft. My favorite from them though is that pinball game. That was my favorite. Oh yeah, that's fantastic. One. Yeah. yeah, Microsoft, Microsoft pinball was yeah. incredibly oh, good. Oh, like pinball two thousand or whatever. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was so yeah. good. It's just so weird good. that they never made anything else after that. It's so weird. <laughs> I mean, they had the Xbox and games now, but you know what I mean. They, they never really yeah, made yeah, yeah. But, but they stopped after that. I mean, yeah. really, pretty much a dead end. Yeah, it's just a dead end <laughs> after that. Um, yeah. All right, yeah. uh, let's go with uh, slap. Wait, there you go, slapjack. I was looking, make sure it wasn't. Yeah, there. Slapjack, slapjack is what slapjack. it's called. Slapjack. Yeah. Sure. All right. Show me slapjack. Oh come oh, on! Uh, let's see. I know somebody <laughs> said it. There were a couple people I think who said it. Uh, yes, Slapjack. We used to play that. Loved it. Uh, no, no, <laughs> maybe fewer than no, I thought. Uh, no. Maybe no, zero. No. Maybe zero people said Slapjack. Actually. Did any no, of these people? Did head. these people have a childhood or anything? Or what did they all do growing up? Right. I wonder if that's. I wonder if that's one of those games that is. Uh, is um, regional? Like it's called even, something in one place. Yeah. You don't even have to have a full deck of cards to play slapjack, right? Just you just got to have make sure you got some jacks. In just got to right? have That's jacks. A, yeah. Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah. really? Is that the way it's played? Well, like it's, I mean, you just, just literally to... you slap it when the jack falls out, right? Now what you do? Yeah, you could have an incomplete deck. You could have mixed decks. It doesn't matter as long as there are jacks in there because you're just trying to slap yeah. your. I mean, it's a kids game, but I'm just shocked. No, and, and the chat's over here going, never heard of it. No idea. 
Oh, yeah. really? That's too yeah. bad. That's too bad. That's yeah. a, that's good. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. All right. Bummer. Well, sorry. Uh, back to uh, Brian and TV's Travis. Uh, TV's Travis, you got one in your head? left on the board. I mean, I've got I've got one. It's a regional game, but Euchre, which is one that Euchre. I played Euchre. a ton of growing up. Is that named okay. after Bob you want to go Euchre? Euchre? Uh, yeah, I think there's enough people that probably played sure. that. All right, let's Sitting. do some euchre. I never played this one, so interesting. Sitting just a couple seats down the bar from uh, Jim Rummy <laughs> Jim, is Bob Euchre. <laughs> yeah, Bob Euchre. <laughs> <Bob Uecker. laughs> yeah. Show me Utre. Oh, oh yeah. look at that! Damn, not as regional as you thought, or at least nope. maybe everybody in the tadpoles. Similar, similar to uh, Bridge played with four people, uh, two teams of two, and uh, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Only ever played it on uh, on an app, but I hmm. did play it. I don't think I've ever even heard of it till today. That Never was our it. go-to card game on uh, road trips with the track and cross-country team. We'd be hey, playing euchre in the back of the back of the van or back of the bus. Nice. Man, picturing you in your hat and that beard <laughs> <laughs> doing right. cross country. As we always assume, the TV's Travis looks exactly the same as he yeah, does. Yeah, he's never yeah. changed right. from those days. No, yeah. no, <laughs> no slapjack. But I'm, I'm curious. Do you think they would? I, I played the crap out of War, but is that too ah, similar shit. to Slapjack? I was maybe, holding. Or? I was holding well, on to War. War is. I mean, but I, big one. yeah, I think I feel like that one would be more known. So I would yeah. go with yeah. That. So we're gonna yeah. go with maybe that's the maybe that's the trick. We okay. want to play some war. Yeah. Was it good found, for? Found Playing in the fake casinos deck. of uh, Vegas Vacation, but now it can be found in real <laughs> casinos across the country. Show me war. What is it good for? Absolutely yes. nine points. Say it again. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, and really good for the win for uh, TV's Travis. Uh, mathematically uh, unbeatable at this point. Yeah. Well, good. In that case, TV Travis almost say stupid crap. The stuff that I love, like Go Fish. <laughs> Yeah, oh, go fish, duh. Old old maid, it was old maid also. You had to have a special deck for that, but go fish was definitely a standard card. I think old old maid had you could play old maid with regular cards. I think what you made the queen in old maid. Is that what you do? So, yeah, okay, pretty sure they anytime you played one that had actual old maid cards, that was just them skinning it, but you could play it with a regular deck, okay. But I I still think go fish is the stronger answer. I never had a special go fish deck, but that's not true either, probably. I don't know, Mm -hmm. okay. Go fish then, Travis. <laughs> yeah. yep. Go fish. All right. Show me Go Fish. Tug in that. Damn it. That's one big. answer <laughs> left on the board. Guys, oh, wow. We it. might run the board today. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh Look, I'm not into these uh, standard card games. I'm making a custom game right now that has nothing <laughs> yeah, to do with true, plebeians. We should we should save that for one of the yeah, for the give me, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um Dungeon oh, Murder. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one that I haven't played in a long time, but I do remember playing a lot of was Cribbage. Cribbage, that's a really good one. Yeah, that's an old people game, isn't it? They all play. It yeah, it is. Which you kind of got us with the yeah. other one too. But yeah, Cribbage is a good answer, I think. Okay. I play Cribbage. Uh, I'm not old, and I'm not uh, like an old man. I still play Cribbage. Okay. Yeah. Okay, old man. Get those 15, okay, 15, one, 15, two, 15, four, and there ain't no more. Show me Cribbage. For the win for the Alligators! Cleared the freaking board. Swept, just about swept the board. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oddly enough, oddly enough, the one Scott got is the one one player game on here. <laughs> shout, out to my, shout out to my grandma who had a black and white TV and a couple of decks of cards for training me. 
Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Even though yep. like, you play with a standard deck and a little pegboard, but I guess, you know, that, that okay. still counts because yeah, yeah. you play with a standard deck of cards. Hey, some of the things that uh, people uh, mentioned that did not get picked, uh, Crazy Eights, so mm, similar yeah. to Uno. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's the, it's mm-hmm. what you play if you but don't without Uno, Uno cards. cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, spoons. Uh, oh, which is spoons. just basically, you know, you're just grabbing spoons as your scoring thing. 52 card mm-hmm. pickup, just a dick move. <laughs> that was always really, hilarious. Yeah. That was funny <laughs> the first time you do it to somebody. Yeah. Exactly. 52 card pickup. Very tadpole. Uh, golf, there. pitch, 31, something called asshole. Uh, oh, asshole. Canasta. Drug dealer. What, what uh, Egyptian flat screw. I have no idea what that Egyptian is. Egyptian flat said screw. It. it sounds flat like a... Screw. Weird drink you uh, order somewhere. Yeah. Some people uh, only read the first five words of the question and put uh, Pokemon. Mm. Uh, name your favorite card game. They buzzed and, in like Scott. Yep. I was say, we don't know to who be, to do that. Not to be outdone, somebody, uh, a couple of people only read the first four words nice. and thought I was asking to name your favorite card. One person said the Ace of Spades. Another, nice. actually, actually, three people said the Ace of Spades. Uh, thanks, that Motorhead. Hilarious. And one person said the Three of Clubs. Good I'd Lord. Like to know why three that's your clubs. favorite card. That's <laughs> interesting. So well, that was Penn Gillette. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Maybe. Oh, that's right. He did say that. Didn't he? That is his favorite card. Yeah, that's yeah. what oh, they're doing. Oh, so Penn yep. Gillette answered in here. That's yeah. just, uh, yes. That, yeah, what we can take from this dealer. is that Penn Gillette is in the tadpole. That's what we can take yeah. from this. Uh, real quick here. nobody Did nobody say 99? That makes me a little sad. I love 99 um, growing up. And I based Rock Runners on see. it. I don't see 99 at all. I, will, I, will I see admit 25, I not... 31, and... Uh, <laughs> hmm. did I, I've said it a couple of times. I don't know if y'all can't hear me, if y'all ignore me. Do we're always drug dealer. We're always ignoring you. Drug, drug dealer? dealer? Drug dealer? No, nope. I vaguely I remember. Times, drug I thought you were joking. I thought you no, made no, that no. Up. It's 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 a it's a card. There's a couple ways played drug dealer, but I think it's also called Candyman or something. Oh. Uh, but yeah, it, it uses a. You, you win five times and bees fly out of the deck. <laughs> yeah, all I gotta do is yeah. Yeah, I understand how that should work. Uh, well, that's great, Travis. I don't think we've had such a commanding performance before uh, from Dunaway or his partner. Uh, yeah. This is really mm-hmm. impressive. So you nice. deserve one of these. Congratulations. You're a winner. Uh, how do you feel? Give us give us a hot take on how you feel about your win. I mean, honestly, I feel pretty good coming in and yeah. just House and Johnson here. Yeah. House and Johnson. You got a good game out of it, apparently. It's a new, very positive rated game. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah, it went good. I think that went really well. Well, uh, Brian mm-hmm. will, of course, and probably already has, sent you your Discord uh, DM uh, with I your codes. I certainly have. Yeah. Uh, run, run now. Don't walk. Run and install those on Steam on. and have the time of your life. We'll see you next time. All right. There he goes. No, he's like me some TV's Travis. You should follow TV's Travis. He's on Twitch. And, yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah, we love TV's great. Travis. Lots does some great podcasts. Community. He's a good man. Podcast. He's tall. He's yeah. uh, got a blue beard. What else can you ask for? Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. Excellent. Uh, well done, Dunaway. Tonight, no. uh, we, you and I are doing Play Retro, and we're talking about mm-hmm. Twisted Metal. Not just Twisted yes. Metal, but Twisted Metal 1 and 2. And three and four. Wow. Well, on we'll the PlayStation. Talk, <laughs> I'll probably even talk about Black. Uh, of course. Black yeah. is amazing. <laughs> And we'll probably talk about what we think of the upcoming show and all that sort of stuff. So if you want yes, to tune the, in, if you haven't seen the teaser trailer, that's amazing. Paramount Plus is getting that right. Is that is that, uh, is that peacock? Right? Is that, peacock. Peacock. I yeah. knew it was one of those p words. One of the p's. Yep. One yeah. Of the p's. One um, of the streaming <clears throat> p's. Yeah. They're uh, <laughs> ah the streaming p's. It's got your Anthony Mackie in there. 
Uh, Falcom. Yeah, I don't know. uh, I don't know who else. Some some other people that we'll know will be in there. So no Jim Rummy then. No Jim Rummy. Jim Rummy is not part of that uh, part of that deal. Couldn't be reached. We don't know where Jim Rummy. Sweet Tooth. Have they announced any of that kind of stuff? It's not really Sweet Tooth. That's the car he drives. But still, what a Sweet Tooth. Oh, Sweet Tooth. That's right. Sweet Tooth is not the name of the clown. I always thought he was. No, no. That's where you get confused. The the names of the vehicles is what you're actually referring to. Usually, they they have different drivers because they die. Yeah, they die. That's right. Drivers die. My guess is, this isn't true, but it'd be funny if it was a pure CGI clown. That would make me laugh. If they did yeah. That. Oh, yeah. sure. Uh, anyway, that'll be tonight. Check it out. 3.30 Mountain Time for all you retro gaming fans. That's uh, Play Retro wherever you get your podcasts or watch it live at frogpants.tv. Excuse me, tonight, 3.30 Mountain Time. Brian Dunaway, have a fantastic <laughs> rest of your day, you big weirdo. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I'm just drinking water over here. Uh, yeah, some fizzy water. You drinking some fizzy water? Nope, just this thermo flask full of water. Mm, thermo flask that's your brand new uh, water bottle isn't it it is kim went and got something yeah. on sale and said here you go and i said all right need to up my water intake anyway so why the hell not very good yeah all right speaking of taking in more water uh we are going to do one news story it's nothing <laughs> to right, do with sounds good it's a terrible transition um but here you go It's time for today's news, and it's brought to you by Crab Night When Smelly Hands Never Die. Yeah, we had crab last night. It was on sale. Kim just did a nice little thing. We had a big crab boil here at the house, just me, her, and Carter, and it was amazing. But I still got the crab fingers. Still got smelly crab fingers. I've washed my hand like eight times. I've showered twice because I worked out yesterday. I showered again this morning. Still got the crab fingers. Kind of gross. What what grossed Scott out the most? What grossed Brian out the most? Um, I like, I like, you know, whatever. I like the, it makes me, it reminds me of the great crab meal that I had. Yeah, exactly. It's not the same as, you know. Well, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know but, oh my God, I'd I don't love know. for you to try and finish let that. Let people's, <laughs> let their imaginations fly. Uh, a Minnesota legislator votes shirtless from bed during a Zoom meeting. Mm. Oh, super. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I vote shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was trying to get to sleep. I don't know what the Minnesota accent would work like here, but anyway, besides uh, being a Fargo, yeah, you yeah, can, yeah, that'd be the guy. Besides work uh, being a lawmaker, Senator uh, Calvin Bra or Bar, sorry, Bar of yeah, East bra. Bethel, uh, Minnesota. <laughs> Uh, is a truck driver who worked overnight and then grabbed some shut-eye before the vote. The Minnesota state governor is reluctant, star of sorts on social media, after he voted while laying in bed shirtless doing what should have been a routine legislative commission meeting. Uh, In the video on YouTube, uh, you can see him there voting uh, with a schoolhouse rock. I'm just a Bill character just behind him on the wall. (laughs) That's awesome that he's got like like the I'm just a Bill sitting on Capitol Hill like sitting behind him. He's He's gone all in. Um, let's see. Following the bar, or following the vote, he turned the camera off, leaving it black for the rest of the thing, uh, just showing his name. Uh, he had worked up or worked till four forty-five in the morning, and then went to bed before taking part in the vote. Like some people want to rip on this dude, I think it's freaking great. I yeah, got, I got just no badass. Like uh, whatever. Yeah, I'll get up, do the vote. I'm going back to yeah. sleep. He's doing his duty, but he didn't need to get up, he's put a freaking suit on or anything. Just he's got a little bit of a look at the photo of him. Uh, he's got a little bit of a Randy uh, Deluxe thing going on. <laughs> oh, look at that! Yeah, here, chat. You can see this. It's a bit of a Randy face. Yeah. Which you know, nothing wrong with a Randy face. No. Uh, I cast uh, yay. <laughs> cast <that> yay. <laughs> Yeah, look at him. 
<laughs> oh, and his background is one of those virtual backgrounds with the with the bill oh, behind him. Oh, gotcha. So that's the deal. That's why there's a Capitol Hill with yeah. the bill from Capitol Hill. <laughs> yeah. There. Okay. I think that's great. Yeah. Hats off to this guy. All right. Well, that's our shirts one and off. only shirts off. To shirts that off. Guy. Sorry, shirts <laughs> off. Exactly. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will join us. We're going to talk a little bit of tech on a Wednesday, and after that. We'll do some recommendals with the aforementioned Randy Jordan. That's all coming up after this song Brian brought. Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, excited about this. Uh, garage rocker Olivia Jean has her thirst, uh, third or her thirst solo album, which is called Raving Ghost. <laughs> uh, today via Third Man Records. I don't know. Not Thirst Man? Okay. Just make sure. Thirst Man Records. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, man, she's she's getting ready to tour starting uh, at the Blue Room at uh, in Nashville. And then she's going to hit New York City, Chicago, Boston, Philadelphia, and more. Um, and then she's also going to be at the uh, Shaky Knees Music Festival in Atlanta. So uh, if you're near any of those places, then go check her out. Here is her song Trouble from her brand new album, Raving Ghost. It's Olivia Jean.
Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. This is Clara. My vote for the best song is We Don't Need No Education. So I bought lots of them. You fat slob, let's see if you've got any guts. This is the morning stream. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Uh, hey, I, I I tried to write it down, but then I lost track. What, who was that? Sure, again? sure. Well, I'll give you one more chance. Uh, from her brand new album, Raving Ghost. That is the song "Trouble" by Olivia Jean. Lovely. Yeah. All the songs this week have been stellar. They've all been really good middles. I thought. Oh yeah, yeah. Brian doesn't bring any crap yeah. to the show. But I'm enjoying all. I've been like, you know, we got a good rash of stuff for me to pick from this week, and yeah. I was like, oh, this one's good. This one's good. This one's good. They're all Guess good. What tomorrow's will be good too. Yeah, all It'll of be a them. Sweep. All of them good. All of them worth your time and your ear holes. Don Tootin. All right. Speaking yes. of uh, somebody who's good for your ear holes, we're gonna call. Uh, Tom Merritt. Now the yeah. trick will be, oh, he got rings of ringage here. Usually, he picks up right away. Uh, the trick will be uh, uh, reminding myself that I'm not on today. I go, I'm on tomorrow. I've switched mm. places because the the um, that new Asus uh, competitor to the um, to the Steam Deck is coming out. And oh. they, they want me there to talk about that launch and stuff. Interesting. Yeah, I saw some uh, information about that, and uh, can't wait to hear how you feel about it. Yeah, I would. I mean, uh, they're expensive, so I don't know that I'll have one to test unless someone sends me a demo unit or something. But sure, sure. Um, I think they're right around seven hundred bucks, and specs wise, it looks pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And the Steam Deck opened up a big, wide new market that I think others going to want to get in on. So we'll we'll see. Um, but that's why I'm not on there today. Uh, cool. He is not answering. Let's see if he sent me a text uh, real quick here. Let's find out. Uh, calling now. Not seeing it. Oh, you know what? He might be over on Twitch. Oh, right. He doesn't know about our... Well, no, he does know because I talked about it at length Well, yeah, and we, did, and we did it last... Uh, we, we had yeah, one last week. That's right. We, we yeah. did. Yeah. And, and it's we, been one episode since... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's been since Vegas. Yeah. One week since we talked to you. Oh, there he is. Hey, look who it is. I'm going to hit this uh, thing here. Where is it? Tom Merritt. There he is right there. The world of tomorrow will be as cold as sunlight tuned through photochromic windows. I I, I ride it naked. Was Dis- Discord being a bad boy today? What happened there? No, I went to your Twitch channel and said you were offline. Oh, oh, you didn't. Uh, you really uh, did? You were. <laughs> Are you joking? Yeah, I like I. That's when I texted Scott. I was like, "Oh, because I was just trying to get into the chat room." And I was like, "But nope, we, just- we were on YouTube the week before Vegas, and you've been on the week after Vegas." When we were <laughs> totally on YouTube. 
Yeah, but I haven't gone to the uh, I haven't gone to the channel. So no, it's all yeah. good. I spent I, uh, last week. You were probably busy, but I did this long. Do you remember me and uh, Roger asking how that move went, and they wanted to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, know. no, <laughs> no. Now that you say that, I feel dumb. But I didn't remember that. That's where you were. No, went. it's yeah. all good, man. Don't worry about it. You all a, good. Tom's all good. spinning about fifty plates. All right, everybody. Lots of plates, and so uh, I was plates. really just Being standing fun. out in the kitchen talking to Eileen. But yes, yes, fifty plates. 50 <laughs> plates uh anyway it's good to have you uh here as always uh there's some some tech always brewing on a wednesday so tom comes in here on wednesdays and we talk about the technology of the day because who else is going to do it right it's the only it's my number one trusted source of tech technology information is tom Merritt. sure so we should be yours as well tom what did you bring today uh well first of all those of you who are used to seeing scott on wednesday don't get confused like i just did about twitch and youtube uh because uh we are going to be doing uh the google io coverage today google io is going to be a big announcement lots mm. of cool stuff new pixel phone pixel foldable lots of ai stuff so shannon morse is on the show today to talk about that because she's way into all the google things mm -hmm. and Conveniently enough, we're getting that Asus ROG announcement tomorrow yeah. or the release. Yeah. So Scott's going to be on Daily Tech News Show tomorrow to talk about that. Shannon's on to talk about Google I.O. today. But one of the other things we might be talking about today is this AI announcement from Anthropic. Mm. So if you don't know Anthropic, they are a bunch of people who left OpenAI to go start their own company. And they created a chatbot called Claude. So if you're familiar with Claude, it's usually running through Slack. Uh, that's where most people can find it. But it's it's like ChatGPT, uh, mm. but it's it's Anthropic's take on it. And the news today is that in order to try to make the chatbot not say horrible things, which mm. everybody's trying to figure out how to do, uh, Anthropic has a new way of doing it called constitutional AI. Oh, oh, interesting. Constitutional. Hmm. So... So who writes that? Who writes the AI Constitution and ratifies <laughs> the Constitution? it? Constitution. Yeah, that, that is a very good question. Yeah. But it's the question that uh, I think Anthropic is like, don't worry about that yet. Let's figure out how to make a Constitution work first. Uh, so, th so the method that they're testing is to create a set of principles mm. that will guide the chatbot. And and the reason this is preferable is right now. Uh, if you use ChatGPT, you may run into the the occasional like, well, as an AI, I can't address that. That's when they've blocked a response, mm. right? When they've said like, nah, we don't want it answering these. That's not very satisfying. There mm. are sometimes when you're like, well, yeah, but could you just answer it without being offensive? So that's not ideal. The other one is called reinforced uh, learning, where you have humans come in and provide feedback. That's labor intensive. So the Constitution tries to avoid having to use either one of those by saying, here are the principles to follow. Now, that's where you get to the idea of like, okay, but what are the principles really? I need to know. For their test, they're using the UN Declaration of Human Rights, bunch of trust and safety practices from themselves, as well as DeepMind and some other companies. Uh, they're pulling things from terms of service, particularly Apple's terms of service about protecting personal information and confidentiality, things that are very modern. Uh, and they want to see if this can train the model uh, to know how to act responsibly and they're also having it check its responses against the principles as it generates them uh so one thing you may or may not know about the way these large language models work 
is they have something called temperature. Mm. The temperature setting lets it sound more natural. So you don't have the model pick the most accurate response. You have it pick one that's like close to accurate because when you have it pick the most accurate, it sounds like a bot. When you have it pick close, it chooses different words and it sounds as more sounds more natural. This is kind of to me like a, a temperature setting of, hey, don't pick that response because that one violates the principles. Let's check against the principles. Oh, this one goes with the principle. We'll pick that response. Right. That makes sense. On their website where they're promoting it, um, they have this cool graphic showing friendly and direct uh, and a slider, which seems really interesting. Um it's like, here are the two. Direct is enter your order number to start the return process. And friendly is, I'd be happy to help you. What's your order number? Like, yeah. And then they sort of everything in between. I really like that approach. Your temp- the, the word temperature is a good one to use here. Like, um, you know, what, what, what is the appropriate way to say stuff back? And I've seen this in other AI models like um, uh, Eleven Labs voice stuff. They just added a, um, a, a scalability thing that lets you be, you know, let the let the voice be kind of goofy and wacky and make mistakes oh, yeah. and all that, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. even flub words and re restate them. You hear breathing, this sort of stuff, or this more like audiobook setting, which is the exact same voice but very direct, very you know, very readable uh, sort of sort of reading or whatever. That's super interesting to me as a part of all of this, but. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like the future uh, of the, I don't know why the chatbot stuff is so exciting to me, whereas the art stuff irritates me a little bit. Um, I've come around on some of that, <laughs> but I think it's because I'm not a programmer or a writer, so I'm yeah. less possibly affected by this stuff, and that's probably why. Which helps give me perspective on why others don't think but the art one's a big to, deal. To your point, the Eleven Lab stuff to, seems to fascinate you too, and you are a podcaster. Yeah, that's right? true. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think part of it is is if you're in the middle of it. Maybe this is a maybe this is a learn learnable, teachable moment here. But when you're in the middle of something and you find something that does a lot of what you're already doing, you're better able to see its weaknesses or see its mm-hmm. tool mm-hmm. use versus just seeing it happen and going, what the computers are coming to kill us all. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find my, my Zen in all of it and, and figure out like, okay, is this a useful tool or not? Turns out 11 labs have been very useful for me. Um, I need to come around more on the art stuff. Cause those, those just hit me more personally, I guess. And, and maybe as it naturally would, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and also, uh, you may be a little more open to your podcasting and seeing Eleven Labs as like, oh, this is something that could help me. Mm-hmm. Versus art, you're you've been doing it for your entire life. You're like, nah, I don't need help. I yeah. know what I'm doing. Yeah, like this. That mm-hmm. that you you may have not seen how it would help you, and that would make you more resistant. Yeah, part it's so weird because on the one hand, I'm like, okay, let's say I need to have a big long email that just sounds better if it's narrated by a really cool voice. Okay, Eleven Labs can do that for me. Mm-hmm. And that's fast, like convenient, fast, yeah. efficient. I'm done. When it comes to the art side, some people look at it that way and go, oh, yeah, a thing that used to take somebody 12 hours to complete or longer. I can do this in five minutes A fast, efficient, done. Right. Mm-hmm. It's right. the same kind of like end goal of convenience. But one is so offensive to me and the other one's not because <laughs> I, I know how long it takes to make a 12 hour piece that now only takes a computer five minutes, right? So that's yeah. why I think it's sure. it's more personal for well, me. And, and I think you enjoy the art more than you enjoy co- drafting the long email, right? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of my my, my whole thing. So yeah, yeah I guess no. I'm, I'm I'm trying to be more um, 
I'm trying to be less alarmist about it and more like, oh, this is interesting. Let's see where this goes. And yeah, and I'm also I think this kind of competition, so you know, Claude and to some degree Bard. You think Ooh. we'll hear about Bard at I/O today? Do you think that'll make a? We will. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm I almost guarantee we will. Uh, we'll probably hear about Palm ML, which is their 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 GPT, their their big uh, language model. Mm. Uh, I. I fully expect about half of this to be like, hey, let's show you our chops. We've been doing this for a long time. Here's what we're going to bring to you. A lot of it will be demonstrations that you won't get practical uh, use of anytime soon, which is typical for IO. Uh, and remember, it's a developer's conference, so a lot of it is going to be coding and, and things to make a developer's life easy. But uh, yeah, there will be some Bard in there as well. All right. Well, this will be great. I'm excited about today's show, even though I'm not well, on and, it. And get, yeah, getting back real quick, one point I wanted to make about Anthropic is they're very insistent in all of their communication about this that, yes, they created an example constitution and they want to be very transparent about what's in it, including telling you where they drew all their stuff from, but they don't see themselves as the people who make the constitution that everyone should use in their AI. They really are just trying to show how the this could work. And then organizations, companies, countries even could create their own constitutions uh, and that you might need different constitutions for different use cases. Interesting. All right. Well, someone's got to start it, right? May as well, I guess. Be yeah. If, you're, if it's going to work at all, somebody's got to try it. So uh, tune in. That's today at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. Shannon's awesome. Perfect get for IO. And uh, you guys will love today's show. And then don't forget to check out tomorrow where I'll be on there talking about the Asus ROG and whether or not it has the teeth to take on the valve steam deck or not will it come with teeth find will out. it indeed you'll have to tune in and find out uh tom Merritt, ace detect everywhere you go and also um you probably have some little side thing going on that you want to talk about what can we tell people about that you're working well yeah on? i might as well uh, mention i ju- i wrote up all this stuff on anthropic on my newsletter uh which just went out techtom.substack.com so if if you want to get my perspective on it uh go check that out yeah do it today tom Merritt, everybody have a fantastic week tom and we'll see Thanks. you next see you on week Twitch. on YouTube. See you, Bye. <laughs> see you on Twitch. Ah, that's so funny to me. I mean, it's easy to forget, but it's yeah, it is totally easy. I, it made total, totally makes. We've sense. We've been doing yeah. it since 2014, so why wouldn't it be? You know, muscle memory. It's what mm-hmm. we do. Yeah, totally. But it is funny because I spent probably a half an hour after DTNS last week with him, Roger, Sarah, and Joe. Maybe Amos was there. They wanted to know how it how the transition worked and what it's been different and how how it functions differently and all you know what changes have happened and all that. So I would just like this long half hour. Maybe that's the problem. It's too long. They bored him. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. eh, I don't want to hear this. I got other stuff. <laughs> uh, all right, Brian. Uh, that went well. Let's do let's do recommendals. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to make a fart sound. <clears throat> so that. many so many good things we got to talk about on this show. Uh, Nicole is not here this week, just as a warning. She is uh, at a school thing with her kids, and uh, that's where moms should be, you know? They're moms and dads. She made the right (laughs) choice is what I'm saying. Being there for the kids. You got to be there for the kids. That's right. Here's this. Well, what do you recommend? Oh, you know what that means. It's time for us to make recommendals, and joining us to do that today, we have Randy Jordan. Hi, Randy. Welcome back. Good morning, morning stream. How are you? Good. Good Good morning. You? How are you? Doing great. It's oh. a beautiful day. Oh, is it? And I've and I've missed you so much. You're welcome last, for asking. These last few hours <laughs> since we last talked. 
Yeah, it feels like we haven't spoken in uh, oh, since wow, Saturday. Gosh, yeah, so long. Three days. Yes, <laughs> it's been an amount of time since we've last spoke. Um, good. It's good to have you here. We're going to do recommendals, uh, and that means stuff we've seen on streaming that we think you at home might enjoy. The tradition is we start with Brian. Brian, what do you want to say about your clip? Yeah, uh, so this is a movie. Um, I'm going to say also that it is. Um, it is divisive. There are people who like who are going to like it and people who are not going to like it, and we're going to try and identify what it is about what what if you like X, you'll like this, or if you hate Y, then you'll hate this kind of thing. Um, the clip you're about to hear features someone who's smart and someone who's kind of the pits. All right, here we go. Brad Pitt and Gene Smart together at last. Just kidding. Here <laughs> comes the clip. I'm on a dry spell. No. It's over. It's been over for a while. I'm sorry. Eleanor, you peddle gossip. You don't make anything. You don't know what it is to put yourself out there. You're just a cockroach. I've been counted out before. This Have isn't you ever stopped to think why when there's a house fire the people die and the cockroaches all survive? Jesus Christ. What happened was you thought the house needed you. But it doesn't doesn't need you any more than it needs the roaches. And the roaches, knowing this, uh, crawl back into the dark, lay low, and make it through. See, but you, you held the spotlight. It's those of us in the dark, the ones who just watch, who survive. No idea, but she sounded creepily like Jean Smart. For she reason. was creepily like Gene Smart. She's Gene Smart with a British accent, and oh. that was indeed Brad Pitt. You actually are, are <laughs> you serious? It. Are you serious? Yeah, it was Gene Smart and Brad Pitt. Yeah, it was. That so was you my, were you my, were making a joke, and I didn't I was realize a it. Joke. Uh huh. And you uh, you stepped right into that landmine. Yes, uh, Gene Smart, <laughs> Brad Pitt, uh, in a film called Babylon, which came out last year. This is. Uh, a black comedy drama film, as described uh, on Wikipedia, very accurate description. Black comedy, epic, epic black comedy drama. Weird. All four of those words totally apply to this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, but huge cast on this thing. I mean, obviously, you just heard Brad Pitt and, and Gene Smart, but you've also got Margot Robbie, uh, Diego Calva, who you uh, saw in uh, Narcos. Mexico. Oh, he's good. Uh, yeah. He's really good. Uh, Giovanna Depo, Lee Jean Lee, the creepiest appearance you'll ever see of Tobey Maguire, uh, Lucas Haas, Max Mangella, um, uh, Eric Roberts, Jeff Garland, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Spike Jones, the uh, the the uh, DJ uh, uh, musician, uh, Olivia Wilde, Samara Weaving, so many people, Ethan Supley. You Wait, get, uh, Spike Jones the same as the director Spike Jones? The one Spike that... Jones the same as the director Spike Jones. Oh. I'm sorry, yeah, not Spike Jones the musician, uh music video director, but not musician. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Got it. Yeah, I was connecting with Fat Boy Slim, even though it's just from the music videos and sure. not from the music. Uh you know what's funny? Him and puts a lot of weird sounds uh <laughs> like on Dr. Demento, not that Spike Jones. No, different one. But what's funny is him, Spike Jones and Brad Pitt. Uh, the last time I saw them doing anything together was an episode of Jackass where Brad Pitt guest starred on there and Spike Jones oh, was always really? hanging out with those guys and uh -huh. they went and did some huge prank with oh they they faked a kidnapping of Spike of uh of um Ben Aff or um <laughs> Brad Pitt so they they really? faked, they faked okay, his kidnapping gotcha. in the middle of like a premiere or something and freaked everybody out and it was a whole thing but anyway 
it's interesting to see them all these years later. No kidding, back together again. Yeah. Uh, the movie's directed by Damien Chazelle, who did La La Land, and this one is kind of like 1920s La La Land, right? La, it's, La La it, Land, even more navel gazy. Very, very much so. This is so uh, Hollywood, like uh, patting itself on the back. Very. Uh, bombastic like if you take la la land and say let's strip out a lot of the uh, the musical numbers and just have some uh wild cocaine fueled parties then you've kind of got babylon it's mm. a um it's uh it takes place let, let me kind of back up here and takes place during like i said the 1920s when um silent films were transitioning into films with sound and so you had a lot of actors that were uh having a hard time making that transition from uh from the silent pictures to the talkies and uh, even focuses on people watching the jazz singer and seeing that you know you ain't heard nothing yet kind of uh uh deal from uh, al jolson um it 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 talks about how those actors you know when people could start hearing them they weren't exactly what they were expecting and and brad pitt plays this this uh cary grand humphrey bogart you know this this guy who was uh, clark gable kind of huge during the silent pictures and is having a hard time with the adaptation and moving to um uh to pictures with sound the whole thing is strung together by um two or three really wild extravagant parties where the music is is loud and you've got these what feel like one take shots that go through the party and you're saying oh these people are naked over here and here's a guy doing coke and here's the trumpet player and here's uh this other thing going on over here and why is there an elephant pooping in my face and stuff like that um the movie does feature a scene where an elephant mm-hmm. you get a close-up shot of an elephant pooping on you oh, um yeah i heard about that and, somewhere uh and and uh on film sack where somebody wrote in and said we should watch Babylon because the film opens with an elephant pooping. Was that what it was? I don't agree. This would not be a good film sack movie. Was, um, was it in the... Uh, it's in the opening? It's the opener? It's it's within the first five minutes of the film. Oh my gosh, dude. Yes. All right. Oh, you really, you really, they really show their cards early on that one, I guess. They I do, know. exactly. You know exactly what you're going to get. Um, it Lord. is brief and it is done with much comedic effect, but uh, it is, uh, and I don't know how, you know, if it's CGI elephant CGI butthole elephant or if it's <laughs> practical effects if they just sat there and waited for this elephant to to do what it did yeah. um it also focuses so it's it's focusing on this this core group of of five characters uh brad pitt as i mentioned this you know the silent film actor margot robbie this kind of um uh, rise to stardom, rags to riches kind of thing, becoming the Hollywood it girl. Uh, Diego Calva, this this guy who's um, begins as a nobody and and through his own um, drive and determination becomes a, a a fixture in Hollywood. Gene Smart, a writer. Uh, Giovanna Depo, this uh, jazz musician, and uh, Lee Jun Lee, who is. Um, Another actress, performer, singer, uh, who's uh, who's also really, really good, focuses on these characters and how they evolve through this time and through these uh, these choices that they make. Um, but it is divisive. If you first off, if you don't like La La Land, you can pretty much rule out you're not going to like this one. Even though this one changes a lot of those musical numbers for for huge set piece parties, 
Um, uh, what else could I compare it to that if you if you like X, you'll like Babylon? Um, oh, uh, oh, hold you got on. Something? You got something? Yeah, yeah. Give it to me. What I mean, got? my main case for Babylon is that Damien Chazelle and really importantly, Justin Hurwitz, who did the music in this and also mm-hmm. wrote the music for and, La La Land. And got an award for it. Yeah. My, my, for it. my case for them is that they are the millennial generation has finally taken over Hollywood. They are oh, now, interesting. you know okay. what I'm saying? Like we are now, yep. finally, we are seeing the, you know, the expansion of some younger filmmakers getting, yeah. you know, getting their due. Huh. Uh, gosh, I don't yeah. know what to compare is, it to. Is you know, Max, the, uh, how's the Max great mean? Gatsby film that came out with, um, ah, hey there, old boy, or yeah. whatever, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, it's uh, Carrie Mulligan, similar to that in its... Mm. in its presentation and style so if you like that um is max Mingella or however you say his name is he good in this? he is in this uh is he good in this yeah. he's good in this uh i love that guy um as uh, irving thalberg like one of the few real characters that you actually get in this that aren't made up for um for the oh, show. A lot of, he, how about he plays a historical about dude to tar brian oh better than I mean, tar <laughs> you know I enjoy. I enjoy Tar. You know what? That's a good com- uh, comparison because there are lots of there are a lot of scenes in Tar that are um, that are over the top, loud, and in your face to to give you a certain feeling of what Kate Blanchett is experiencing at the time, or what the people around Kate Blanchett, Kate uh, uh, Blanchett, are experiencing at the time. This this does that too, where it's like. Oh my gosh! All right, this is a lot of stuff coming at me all at once. What's going on over there? What am I getting over here? Um, I can't look away, but this is like I feel like I need to lean back because it is so uh, so in my face. The tar has that, and this has that as well. That's a really that actually is a really good. Travis uh, in the chat asks yeah. if it's Baz Luhrmann style. Would you say that's anywhere so close? A to- little bit like Moulin Rouge, but I mean, yeah. such a stretch. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I was thinking that this this is. Baz Luhrmann without the shoehorned modern cover songs, the without modern the joy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it is. You know, it's like Boogie Nights. It's Boogie Nights of uh, 1920s Hollywood. <laughs> oh, so this is. I guess it just now hit me. This is a, tw- is a period period piece. There should have been a giveaway it's with Max's period, yeah, character. So okay, yeah, the, the period piece being the transition from silent films to talking films. Right, that makes sense to me. For some yeah. reason, I'm picturing all of these people as modern, irritating people. Oh gosh, no, yeah. no they're playing very old, modern, uh, irritating people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm. I'm yeah. uh, I'm peaked about this yeah. one. Have been since it was announced. Sums it up from our descriptions. Baz Luhrmann meets Boogie Nights without the jukebox musical aspect. I think that's actually a really good, wow. really good uh, way to look at it. Right. Um, it is three hours long. Tuck in, be ready. Uh, it is another movie that I feel you can split into a three episode miniseries about the transition from from uh, silent films to talkies. Does um, it feel like? Uh they could have done that for like a well like you know how tarantino this, this would did have this made with, a great this actually what i think would have made a great miniseries where you follow these characters mm-hmm. through like an hbo 10 episode um series going through all these things for Interesting. sure yeah some it feels like from your description that is kind of what this feels like especially that length yeah. that's long 
All right, yeah. so cool. So you recommend to break it. break up into he, thirds than RR, for example. So but even though it's very controversial, kind of with critics, you you're thumb you're thumbing this right up, right? I'm giving it I'm giving it a thumbs up, and I think that the reasons that people gave it accolades, um, art direction, score, cinematography, um, ensemble cast, the reasons that people gave it those accolades are accurate. Um, okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah. It's a, it is, it's a film that I've thought about a lot since we watched it, um, over the weekend. And, uh, that, that to me always signifies, it's like, if I, if I think about a movie the next day or two days later, um, then it's like, all right, that deserves a recommendal because it, it wasn't like a throwaway, uh, God, um, waste of time. There was, I, mean, I, <laughs> there I was, agree with you, but. I yeah. I feel that way about basketball, and I don't know that. <laughs> that oh, I it's got that it. awesome, real big fish cover of "Take on Me" by Aha. Ba- basketball, yeah. uh, you know, your your Matt Stone, Trey Parker. Um, there was a movie that we just watched, uh, "The Seven Faces of," not Eve, because that's a whole different film. Seven Faces. Jane. Let's see if I can. Jane. There Jane. we go. Also came out last year. This was this is one I wouldn't recommend, but it's um it is a you know you know that game you play with your kids where you take a piece of paper and you fold it into multiple pieces and then you draw something on one of the folds. You fold that piece out of the way and then give it to them and they have to draw something in the next fold yeah. and then they fold that and somebody else draws something. Uh, the Seven Faces of Jane is the movie version of that starring Jillian Jacobs, six different directors, including Alexandra Cassavetes, uh, Gia Jung. Coppola, Ken Jeong, uh, <laughs> uh, Jillian Jacobs, uh, herself all do direct one of these eight short films that continue a through line, but only, but each director was only given like information about where the last segment ended and they had to take it from there. And so you get this really jarring, like, Oh, what the hell's going on here? And Oh, this is kind of weird. And that sort of thing. But all in all, um, very interesting experiment that resulted in something that was not fun to watch. So, so, so there's an example of something that, that, uh, I watched, didn't think of much after the time, except to tell people don't watch the seven faces of Jane, unfortunately, because I think everybody that I've named is really, really good and really talented. Mm. Uh, Jillian Jacobs, a, a fantastic star from community, mm-hmm. but, um, but I wanted to want to just show that, yeah, here's, here's Brian saying, stay away from something to help you get to the point where you look at the things that i recommend and say okay brian's not just going to recommend everything he sees no this is good this is good yeah um all right well there you have it uh check that one out on uh uh, paramount plus paramount plus one of the p's randy let's get to you next what uh what did you bring what do you got here i got a new sitcom that uh i think just ended abruptly because of the writer's strike (laughs) uh, at least the first season but uh has by the way has some connective tissue with community and Seven Faces of Jane. And uh, it's it's sitcom. What you're going to hear is the first sort of, well, cut. It's, it's, a, it's a man who uh, we all love, who is, uh, is a professional, and he's just been given a new partner, and he really doesn't want a new partner in his life. All right. We just pilled through this as well. I'm excited to talk about it. Here we go. You know what Mark Twain said? I'm not 100% on who Mark Twain is. That's a whole other conversation. No. He said, if you pick up a starving dog and make him prosperous, he will not bite you. This is the principal difference between a dog and a man. 
Is this about the hot vet? Yeah, of course it's about the hot vet. I've been laying the groundwork for years. You know how many vaccination clinics I've volunteered for? A lot of vaccination clinics. I've eradicated entire diseases in pursuit of that woman. But dude, I'm not like a threat. I have a girlfriend. She's a snowboarder. She's from Spain. And if you asked me even one question, you'd know that. I'm not going to lie. That's a bit of a relief. Yeah. And if I was going to dip my toe into the work pool, it wouldn't be the hot vet. Well, and not Victoria. I got dipped there, too. No. Emily, the boss lady. She's just so clumsy and uncomfortable in her own body. I guess I just dig an awkward chick. This is the texture I didn't know you had. You see? This partnership, it's blossoming. Oh, and I googled wolves. They run in packs. Well, except for the lone ones. Otherwise, they would just be wolves. And you had to Google that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's, yeah, it is, it is really that we're now in the second generation past the office, right? So the office gives way to a generation of shows like this, like Community and uh, Parks and Recreation. And now we're into the next generation where, where, where we, uh, you know, we've taken lessons that have been learned for (laughs) over a decade now and, and, and how we make these shows um it is it really does have that mockumentary style but man it just like this show grows on you i didn't want to i didn't want to believe in it after an episode or two and it just kept growing and developing these characters and really care it cares about its characters which is what parks and rec started doing in the second season right yeah i uh, i love the show we should say the name it's animal control is the name of the thing <laughs> Com is what it's called. Yeah, yeah. I we we watched uh, we we watched the. Uh, well, I think Tina's watched a couple episodes. I watched the whole thing, and um, I I think this show succeeds because of its ensemble cast, and less because of the funny animal connections like I, I you could you could take out oh he's trying to catch this uh, the raccoon or whatever. And it's the interpersonal interactions between all of these characters that really make this show succeed the way it does. It's this well, Andy Samberg looking Michael Rowland guy. Right. So <laughs> he he's really the is, yeah. he's the other voice you heard with Joel McHale, and he's Joel McHale's partner. He's he's a stand-up comedian, a, a mm. young stand-up comedian who really hasn't had any roles in anything until this. And uh, it's, you know, it's some like high wire casting of this guy and he nails it. He's perfect for this. Uh, Like, like Brian was just saying, it's a show that does occasionally have a little budget for having live animals (laughs) interact with the actors. And you kind of scratch your head and wonder, are the actors going to go for it or are they going to play it really safe? Michael Rowland goes for it. Like when he, he is the one who is put out there in a pen full of ostriches and he runs around with the ostriches <laughs> and like, it's genuinely him and it's awesome. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh he, he made me laugh consistently through our watch through. Um, yeah. Kim really liked the show. She was like, when's this coming back? I said, well, I, I hope it does. Yeah, I mean, right or strike or not, this uh, there was some controversy with PETA about their their use of live animals, and even though I feel like it's so much more obvious the CGI animals that they do use, mm-hmm. um, that uh, uh, that you know <laughs> the live animals don't look like they're being mistreated or 
Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. It's yeah. Like, like there's an episode where they go to a frat house and there's a cow standing on the second floor. Yeah. It's just hanging out and they keep <laughs> like, they have to like deal with it and, and they like work around it. And you could tell it's a very well-trained cow, Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but like the actors, like they don't, they don't have any like long shots. Like they're right up against this animal mm-hmm. and they're all like, they're just funny. They're, they're, they're making, you know, the right faces and the right jokes and, it's um it's got a a bunch of character actors that are so good vela lavelle as the Mm. manager out of her element like a little bit in over her head and uh ravi patel and grace palmer as the kind of neurotic other other (laughs) partners yeah like they oh my gosh they just everything about these characters is so well fleshed out. And like I say, I really didn't expect that. I thought uh, going in like, Oh, they're, they're telling me too much too fast. These characters aren't going to be that interesting. They are so interesting. I want, you know, I want 200 episodes. Mm -hmm. I know their interplay. The, the, those two are just, it's just great watching the two of them, uh, uh, go back and forth at each other. sparring basically. Well, we'll see what happens after the strike, whether we get more or not. But um, on Hulu, correct? Is that where that is? On Hulu, yes. Okay. It's yeah, Fox, it's, on, so, it's a Fox. Okay. Yeah, so, so if I'll, you have the Fox app, for whatever reason, you can watch it there. But yeah, let's let's just hey, say Hulu. Hey, yeah. if you have the Fox app, cool on you. That's a thumbs. Yeah. Good, good job, buddy. Good job having the Fox app. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. job on that Fox app. Uh, excellent. I'm uh, going to now play you a clip from a thing that is only three episodes in. And I've only seen two of them because the third one just dropped last night and I haven't had time to watch it. But it is easily my favorite thing right now and uh, was also one of my most anticipated things and is based on some of my favorite books ever written. So with that said, here's my clip. We do not know who built the silo. We do not know why everything outside the silo is as it is. Good morning, Sheriff. Hey, Sam. You awake yet? I'm about halfway there. We do not know when it will be safe to go outside. We only know that day is not this day okay that is audio from the first episode of silo uh this is a uh so far it's it's based mostly on the original book called wool w-o-o-l um that is now just called you know it's just book one of the silo series by hugh howie who is um very quickly became one of my favorite authors the first book started out as like kind of a short uh novel that he wrote. I wouldn't call it a short story. It's longer than that. More novella, I guess, lengthwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just completely hooked me. I've since been able to talk to this dude. He's been on Tom's uh, Sword and Laser a couple of times. Super nice guy, really down to earth dude. But he wrote one of the coolest apocalyptic stories, future dystopic stories I've ever read and just tore through it. I've read it twice now and I'm in, I think I'm going to start my third reading because I enjoyed it so much wow. um, because of the show. And even though I know exactly where this is going, I am enjoying the living crap out of Silo. It's on Apple TV Plus. It's an original that just uh, started airing. Thankfully, none of this first season will be affected by the strikes because it's all written, done, and in the can. 
Um, this stars an amazing cast featuring people, some people you know, like Rebecca Ferguson, uh, who's, uh, for, for those who are like, wait a minute, how do I know her? You know her from all kinds of things, but primarily recently you probably know her from Dr. Sleep. Uh, she's the hat wearing right. lady and uh, she's the mom or the mom, the queen, um, uh, tra- Lady Atreides on uh, the, the Dune film, mm-hmm. Dune part one and two. Oh, right, right. So good in that. Um, she's very, very good. She plays this titular character named Juliet Nichols. Will Patton is in this. He's always good in everything he's ever done. Tim Robbins, although I've barely seen him yet, he has a huge role to play based on his name. Uh, so we'll see as episodes go. This guy who plays in the first Wool book, the real star of it is a character called Sheriff Holston. He's the sheriff of this underground silo where nobody knows why they're there uh, and why they've been there so long for hundreds of years. And they don't know why the outside is supposed to be so toxic to them. And and there's a whole thing there I don't want to spoil, so I won't. But okay. uh, David Oyelowo, and how to say his last name. It's very Oyelowo. Okay. He's really good. And what I love about it is they're telling this in different time chunks like they're they're jumping around. So they'll show a bunch of stuff and go, but before that, this is what happens to sort of fill in the gaps. And then they'll jump back to present day and then they'll do some stuff there and then they'll jump back. And normally that kind of annoys me. It's being handled expertly here. No issues. Mm-hmm. Commons in this very small so far, but apparently a bigger role later. Well, I know it is because of his name. Um, uh, just a whole bunch of really great actors. And the one that really surpro- surprised me the most and threw me was, um, She's not on this top list, and my brain just went dead. Let me find her name. She was in the office uh, and Parks and Rec, and she her she's the daughter of the famous musician, and I can't find her name. Wow, oh. uh, freaking Rashida Jones, Jeez Louisa. Oh, Rashida Jones, right, Quincy Jones' daughter. Yeah, yes. relatively small role, but she blew my freaking mind. Her acting <laughs> is way more than what you think. Like, she's very good, and it's a really important role to setting up the rest of this story. And, um, man, she blew my mind in this. She plays Allison Becker and she's so fantastic. Anyway, that surprised the crap out of me and is worth seeing on that alone. Uh, even if she was only in the first episode, so I don't even know if we ever get to see her again, but mm-hmm. hell yeah, of I got a thing. some bad news for you. Yeah. She may, not, <laughs> she may not show up. She's so good though. I, I mean, they could, because they're, like I say, they're, they're going back and telling stories before people are gone. Um, and they've done that a bunch so far. So it's a possible future episodes will have her in it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, top billing for The Onion Knight, uh, Jorah Mormont, whatever his name is. Uh, oh, right. Um, uh, and he hasn't even shown up yet. Ian Glenn. Yeah. Or yeah. Lane, Lane Glenn, or how do you say his name? Ian, Ian Glenn. Yeah. yeah. He plays Dr. Pete Nichols. He's in six of the episodes of the 10, and he's not been in yet. So I assume he's kind of a heavy latter half character. Um, I haven't seen the new one, so maybe he's in tonight's or last night's. But anyway, it is so up my alley. It's just about parked there and called it its address. Like, it's just my kind of thing, top to frickin' bottom. Mm-hmm. And if you have ever liked anything I've ever liked, this is so, so good so far. Um, I can't say enough about it. And the the creator of the show or the showrunner is Graham Yost, and you know him from a billion things. That dude, dude is shown run for... Well, he wrote, get this. So he was showrunner for all of Justified, one of the greatest shows ever made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wrote Speed, <laughs> the original Speed he wrote. Uh, he did, he wrote and produced the Pacific, amazing HBO miniseries about World War II and the Pacific. Just a ton of stuff. He was executive producer on The Americans. He did Sneaky Pete. On Slow Horses, which I recommended uh, a little while back with yep. Gary Oldman. That's right. Fantastic. Just an yeah. amazing producer. Um, 
He produced John John Adams, that amazing miniseries mm. back in the day. Anyway, uh, perfectly suited for this. Um, I think Hugh Howey's vision is being really well represented here. They're not; they haven't made big changes. They won't really need to. It's such a great story. I can't say enough about it, and I can't wait for more. So that is Silo, currently airing on Apple TV Plus, and I'm pretty close to. Well, we'll see at the end of the season, but I'm pretty close to mm-hmm. saying. This and Serenity are kind of vying for top spot, or not Serenity, Severance. Severance are uh, fighting and, for uh, top spot on on what my favorite crap on this on their service is because it's so good. Oh my gosh! Yeah. and and no need to uh, email Scott. I uh, I have been corrected. Uh, the Onion Knight was Davos Seaworth, who was played by Liam Cunningham. And uh, oh right, this guy's great. Yeah, great. This is the dude who loved what's her name, uh, the freaking queen. What's yeah, Jorah Mormont. Jorah Mormont. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, right. Anyway, um, it's, and, you know what? You know what's sad? What? Uh, Game of Thrones is fading in the memory. Like it's fading hard. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I still think about it all the time. I love, I love Game of Thrones, dude. I'm, in fact, I'm tempted to when, when things slow down with the strike, I may just do a big old rewatch of that business. <sighs> I might do it. <laughs> Brian just, Brian just exhaled the room. <laughs> exactly. It's like. Oh my God! What a parasite! RRR! All these things. No, no, no! I'll watch other stuff. No, there's time. For, there's for time months. for all of it. There's time for all of it. But I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. I might want to. You know, it's good. My sister, uh-huh. or my sister, my daughter, and her husband just ripped through it again. They got me thinking about it. It's good. <laughs> it's good content, man. It's good content. Maybe, maybe you watch it all the way up to the Battle of the Bastards and call that the end. Right. Call that the ending. Yeah, that's good. I yeah. think the ending's better if you binge it. I think the ending's not as bad as everyone thinks it is because huh. the way it was doled out but if you watch it as one solid big old thing and get out of the hype bubble i don't think it's that bad i think that one okay. one solid 98 hour long movie <laughs> yeah yeah just get it started yeah. and you'll be over before you know it anyway it's fantastic can't say enough about it silo get it while you can that's awesome yeah so good um all right that's it. Uh, these will all be up on quicktms.li. Brian's probably already got them there now. If I, had to guess. I do. They're already there. You can click them and go right to the links to watch them uh, yep. right, right where you need to be. Indeed. Uh, this weekend, check out FilmSack. We're going to be watching, I don't remember. Blood Simple. Oh, Blood Simple. Yeah. That's right. The first Coen Brothers film. Yes. Ooh. I have to watch it tonight because I've got uh, a surprise mammoth playoff game tomorrow night and a Crowded House concert Friday night. So tonight is Blood Simple for me. Why is it a surprise? Is it something with playoffs or something? Or Yeah, they, it's the playoff games. They won on Sunday and then they announced the schedule on Tuesday of the next playoff games. Like, hey, by the way, everybody, uh, Thursday night playoff game. Oh. Unfortunately, Crazy Neighbor is uh, out of town. So Tina's going to be joining me for... Um, uh, for the game tomorrow night, she's a better influence on you. You'll be fine. It'll be. Good. She has a much better influence. Yes. Uh, you know what, Scott? Yeah. We may as well. We may as well talk about next week too, because we're not going to be here uh, mm. on TMS next week. Oh right, there's not going to be a uh, TMS Wednesday. Thanks yeah. to the morning stream, our next film after Blood Simple is going to be Hollow Man. Yeah, Hollow Man, sticking it in. You heard it here, and we added it there. Yep. Yeah. Heard it here, added it there. I like that. Right. Let's put that on shirts. That'd be a good shirt, I think. That's right. That'd T-shirt. be a good shirt. Do that shirt. Uh, Randy, you have a fantastic uh, couple of weeks, I guess, before we see you for this again. But we'll see you on Film Sack this weekend. You too. Bye now. All right. Bye. There he goes. Uh, yeah, Silo, dude. Whew. Yeah, I'm excited. June 30th. So 10 episodes, the last one airing June 30th. I'm not sure I'm going to wait until all the episodes are out to binge it. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, this is one of the, you know, we all have our week to weeks. This is definitely one of those for me. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I, I hate this feeling that I haven't even seen last night yet. It's pissing me off. <laughs> so I gotta go watch it today. Um, we'll see. I'm still. I'm in the middle of season three of The Wire, and uh, oh, dude, three's great. The season where they just decide we're gonna move all the drug dealers to a different part of town <laughs> and let them do their drug dealing there, uh-huh. so that our numbers are better over here. Uh huh. Oh yeah. yeah, it's exciting. A lot exciting of people stuff. like some people don't like the sophomore season, the season two with all the. You know, oh, I the, liked it with the with the ship, the shipping. Yeah, the shipping yeah. stuff and all the strikes and all that. I really liked that season. I thought it was good too. Yeah, I like it all. Whatever it. that show, that show never. Season one, eh, a little yeah. hard to watch. But That's season, a little. Season two, huge improvement. Season yeah. one's a little. It had this feeling of we're just getting started. Sort right. Of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Gets better as you go. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for today. Except this phone call I'm going to play that is uh, directed at Brian, and it regards his shirts. And uh, I'll play it now. Here you go. Hey, this is uh, Jeff from Las Vegas. I was just listening to the May Fourth episode where Brian mentioned his blue Star Wars shirt, well, Star Wars print shirt, right? It's got all the different spacecraft. I guess it's what looks like a blueprint of them. Anyway, I was like, oh my god, I have this same shirt. And here's the thing: every time I wear that particular shirt, I get a lot of comments, like people actually that I don't even know walk up and say, dude, I love your shirt. And they don't, I guess, have the physique <laughs> that would render itself to getting compliments regularly. So anyway, it got me thinking, all right, like, do you guys have a particular article of clothing, like a shirt or a hat or something that every time you wear it, you get compliments? Love the show, though. Oh, that's interesting. That's a good question. Um, I get that from almost all of the Roosevelt's shirts like i've got a grogu i've got a stitch tristan just got me a really cool nightmare before christmas roosevelt's shirt yeah um every time i wear any of those uh people comment on them and they they're kind of hawaiian shirty so they kind of work i always get i wear a lot of these that you see on me now there's like long sleeve thin yeah. summery yeah. kind of i don't even know what you call these you could like swim in these or something um I, my wife mm. says these are slimming Mm-hmm. But I don't have like regular people who. Uh, uh, you know what? I got a lot of compliments on um, the T-shirt I made for rock or for uh, for dungeon. Oh, murder. dragon murder. Or, yeah, dr- dungeon murder. Or but, dungeon murder. Yeah, dragon murder. may as well be a dragon. It's fine. It's dragon. <laughs> dragon murder. There's Coming a dragon soon. in there. The only the only dragon in that game <laughs> screws you for five grand. But uh, yeah. that's right. Dungeons and dragon murders. <laughs> it's so great. Yes. Yeah. But this uh, these are I think these are my look. I think I look good in these. Yeah. I don't know what else to wear. <laughs> That's true. Uh, September says uh, pizza is beautiful. That shirt, whenever I wear it, somebody who doesn't know me looks at it and like I'll be out somewhere and somebody's like, ah, pizza is beautiful. What a weird shirt. And then they walk, they keep walking. So right. the pizza is beautiful shirts are yeah. are uh, also in that that strange They're category. all-time classics, man. Like they're they the are. best thing thanks, we ever did. Big thanks to Rob from Marketing for that yeah. one. Thanks, Rob from Marketing. And Tanner and all those guys who stole them. Uh, Carter says, you don't leave the house often enough to get compliments. <laughs> no, she's right. She's right. When I do, well, who's going to give yeah. me, like, what do you go to? Am I going to go to, like, a, a store and someone's going to walk by and go, ah, hey, I like your shirt. No one Ew, does that. I like your, your dungeon murder shirt. Yeah. Although my wife. Should have a dragon on it. My wife gets compliments <laughs> constantly about her hair, about something sure. else. Uh, I love your earrings, whatever. She gets them all day long. I'm just walking around with a hat on. That's it. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. All right. We're done. Uh, let's get out of here. But before we do, a reminder, we need you and your patronage over at patreon.com slash TMS. I talk about it every day. So you know the drill. All the reasons why are listed there. Go check it out. Read up on it today if you haven't already joined. We'd love to have you at patreon.com slash TMS. 
Big thanks to anybody who subs to the YouTube as well. Uh, that's much appreciated as we try to grow that out. Brian, let's throw it over to you for a song we got to finish out here with. What do you got? Let's do it. It's the bookend, right? Uh, this yep. one's going out to Felicia, who says, Hello, Stimulus and Baseline. Today, I'm covering two momentous occasions because while I'm celebrating my 34th birthday on Thursday... Let's party! <laughs> I figured I'd get you early. You were ready. I'm glad you did. Uh, I will also be graduating this summer with my master's in behavior analysis. It has been a long road to this moment as I started college in 2007, dropped out and got married, had a kid, got divorced, then went back to school in 2018. At first, it was just to get an associate's in computer science to get something for all my college credits, but then it turned into also getting a bachelor's in psychology, and then I found myself in grad school for a master's. In August, I take an exam to become a board-certified behavior your analyst wow that sounds so awesome. awesome what a cool no uh, field i don't even know where you go with that but that sounds great oh totally i could not have done all of this without therapy medication and my incredibly supportive boyfriend michael who encouraged me and endured all the times i talked about quitting it all because of social anxiety and adhd i'm so thankful i didn't quit because it ended up making me face my social anxiety and shaping my focusing and study skills above all my greatest inspiration and driving force is my autistic 11 year old son who taught me how to see the world in a way he does and be an advocate for him and many others it's hard to believe that i've finally arrived arrived at this point in my academic journey and i wanted to take a moment to stop and celebrate Covermaster ibit if you could play a song about finally succeeding or defying odds i would be eternally grateful love the show though felicia aka the great flea 143 in the chat well, very nice. congratulations felicia that is a massive massive achievement like just yeah. describing all the things that you've accomplished with the the uh, bachelor, the associate's degree, and then the master's. Congratulations. It's, it's so cool. It's very cool. Please don't use your behavior analysis, analysis stuff. Yeah, online. I was going to say, I don't know why you're wasting your time listening to us, chuckleheads. This is a great... I'm glad you do, but it's just like... Glad uh, you do, but uh, boy, yeah. I, I don't know what wow. you what, what what you've got written in your spiral uh, notebook about uh, me and Scott <laughs> about all this stuff. Uh, all right. So a good song about overcoming odds and achieving, uh, succeeding, defying the odds etc um this is a great one originally done by marvin gay and tammy terrell it is a classic song and i've got a lot of versions of ain't no mountain high enough this is one of the more recent ones came out this year on uh, scary pockets most recent album swatkins um i always get scary pockets and uh um oh let's see there's the one that Jack Conti does, and there's the one that Scott Bradley does that are the two really oh. good funk-based right. cover bands. Um, What's that other one? Um, I'm trying to remember what the other one is. Uh, I have a whole playlist of these it's people. Not Pom- uh, Pomplamoose, obviously, is one of the things he does, but then there's this other thing that um, – uh, magazine. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> the Patreon 5. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, just join forces, guys, and Voltron your amazing talents into one amazing, <laughs> yeah. unstoppable juggernaut of a group. Um, here are Scary Pockets and their cover of Ain't No Mountain High Enough.
you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. And you give me back my money. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.